I don't quite understand how you're making that correlation that beliefs are the building blocks of perspective. I mean, I would think that experience would be the building blocks of perspective. Uh, for instance, I can believe that there are fairies and hobgoblins all day long, but that really doesn't inform my real-life perspective. So perhaps you can elaborate and, um, and give some reason behind your hypothesis. I think you could build your perspective on your belief. <clears throat> I would say cognitive dissonance blows your hypothesis out of the water. All right. I look forward to your response. Thanks. Good morning, everybody. I'm trying to be sort of quiet here. Um, replying to Joe and the method regarding um, belief. It's the building block of perspective. Uh, I really don't understand this concept. I mean, you know, it sounds sounds right. But when I actually uh, try to apply logic to the concept, it doesn't seem to quite float and uh, it it seems like the only answer that I got was just more waxing philosophically um, which is a <clears throat> I, I'd say kind of common and that is when you're asked to support an idea instead of supporting the idea you um, hurriedly speak with authority about things that you uh, think you know about. So after all that explanation, I still did not get any more details or a clear understanding of how one would build their perspective through their beliefs. Again, it sounds right, but not when you think about it, not when you apply logic. So, Joe, I, uh, I hope you can um, make this more clear if you have the time to do so. Um, but thanks for the call-in. Thanks for the reply. T&J, this is Z, your brother from another mother. Uh, I noticed, I think you have a, an ukulele in your picture. And, um, well, I just, I just got an ukulele, but it's a bass ukulele. I figured you'd probably appreciate this. Let me play a little for you here. distortion.
I am here to talk to you today about nationalism. Yes, if you're one of those national kind nationalist kinds of folk, I'm not. I mean, I could give two fucks about uh, a nation or about, you know, uh, your culture or any kind of bullshit like that. Um, but if you are, if you're one of those nationalist people, really prideful of, of where you come from and your nation and, and your nationality, um, I, I have a request. Uh, why don't you represent that nationality uh, properly, right? In other words, right? I'll just use an example. Samoans, right? So now, let me just say this right now. I know a lot of wonderful, beautiful, fabulous Samoans. So I'm just using this as an example. Had a Samoan family right up above our heads. And as you probably heard, made all kinds of fucking noise. First thing in the morning, last thing at night, just stomping, yelling, screaming. And, uh, you know, I just got to thinking. You know, if I came, went on this station and said, these Samoan motherfuckers were doing this or that, there would be such an outrage. How dare you? Right? Or if I said... <laughs> Oh, well, well, if I said they're these white sons of bitches there upstairs, uh, nobody would care. Nobody would <laughs> shit, right? You know, white people, well, you know, some white people are good, some white people are bad. But then you say that about any given race, and now all of a sudden you're a bigoted racist piece of shit, right? Because you said, oh, yeah, the Samoans made a bunch of fucking noise, right? So I'm just saying, right, if you're proud of being white, Represent your whiteness properly, would you? If you're proud of being brown or fucking whatever thing, represent it then. Represent it well. It seems to me that the people that are prideful of their nationalities are usually the dumb fucks that are constantly, uh, uh, yeah, causing problems, making noise, just being shits. But nationality, man, that's not even monkey. Nationalism isn't even monkey behavior. Nationalism is fucking reptilian behavior. Let me explain to you why nationalism is retarded. You're being prideful of something you had no part in. You had no part in. You were just raised or born in a certain place, certain people, certain uh, location certain skin color. You're just born that way. You did nothing to attain that. To be prideful is really false pride. So I guess my second bit of uh, advice to those of you that are prideful of their nationalism, of their culture, why don't you just knock it off? Why don't you just treat all humans uh, as equals and just knock this prideful, false pride bullshit. Knock it off. Instead, go out and accomplish something and then boast about your accomplishments. Be prideful of your accomplishments. Not the fact that you have brown or white or yellow skin color or that you were born in some location of the planet. Normally, I don't let you curse, but what did you just say, Bill T? Nobody would give a shit about that. How dare you use that language, but yes, you're right. 
Hi, this is Z with your Integrity Radio Factoid of the Day. Did you know that hater is not actually a word? That's right, hater is not a word. Chances are, if you use the word hater, you're an idiot. Ronnie just uh, called me a mind reader. She said, you're like a mind reader. And uh, it occurred to me what an insult that was. I said, oh, no, I'm not. And, uh, yeah, because, right, there is no mind. No one's proven the concept of a mind. And so there is no mind, just like there is no God. Or if there is a God, God is no thing, just like mind. The mind is nothing. So if you say you're a mind reader, it's like (laughs) you're illiterate. Like saying, oh, you're like a mind reader is an offhanded way of saying you're illiterate. (laughs) If you're listening on Anchor, you just heard Intelligame Radio post on fear and love. Essentially asserting that love trumps fear. Love trumps hate. Love trumps fear. He said both of those. And he was asking the question, okay, how can we show this? How can we do this? Well, I really feel that you have to make a correct assertion first. You have to make a correct statement first. And so a statement that love trumps hate or love trumps fear, although it sounds wonderful, it sounds great, it really offers nothing. It's like someone saying that they will pray for you. It really is offering nothing. Except for some false pretense of actually caring. And when you're trying to return to a state of, I I think it's called homeostasis. Homeostasis? Stasis? Is that it? Alright, I'll just use the word centered. Balanced. If you're trying to be balanced on something, it's not a good idea to swing all the way to the other side. Correct. Extreme happiness is not being balanced. Right. A lot of people mistake that. And it is really kind of at the issue and the heart of the problem. You know? I think about the people and the love for their culture or the love of their nation. Right? Or the love of their skin color. You know? Really? Is, is that really necessary? You know, one of the things I'm finding here on Anchor to be somewhat prevalent is people just making these blanket, empty statements, but they're feel-good statements. And then people gathering around to uh, cheer that statement on and to agree, you know. Uh, Patrick from The Great Everything is a good example of that. Uh... Well, not a great example because he, he does uh, tend to have some decent content, decent concepts. But he says he, he's trying to get to the, the heart of the matter and the detail, and this is not true. He's pretty much making blanket statements and uh, making imperialistic style statements or opinions, personal opinions. And uh, I use Patrick, I'm picking on Patrick because he's just a great example of somebody that can use uh, a lot of words in order to 
dance around having to provide proof or to use reason. Whenever proof and reason is asked for, they then wax philosophically all over the place and stay away from the words and the topic that <laughs> are in question. I also, there's a lot of stations on mental health. And it seems to me that an awful lot of those stations are not really about mental health. They're about just be happy. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's not really mental health. That's the often follow Yeah. So I think these are important issues. And so that's why when I hear people speak about them, that's why I chime in. Uh, because I think they're important issues. Yeah, it's not to put people down, it's just to give another perspective. You know, yeah, and don't most. Just join in and say, oh yeah, be happy all the time. There's another perspective, yeah. another side to that. Yeah, and most people take offense to that. I, I don't think yeah. I've ever responded to anybody that didn't take offense to uh, my um, additions. <laughs> what do you call them? Or my addendums. Is that what they're called at the end of the book? An addendum? Yeah. <laughs> I think what happens is people get too emotionally invested in their ideas. Oh, sure. I think that's well, maybe that's at the ego. heart of it. Yeah. Well, I hope I hear more from Intelligame. Uh, I know Patrick pretty much stopped responding to, uh, to us, so... Uh, <laughs> I think he still listens, and I, I think he's got a theme for his station. And okay. Yeah, probably wise of him. <laughs> Honey, there seems to be a theme. Yeah. Thieves and liars. Sure. I mean, it's a it's a long thread of thieving and lying. You know, I mean, I guess you could say our country was founded upon thieving and lying. Yes, it was. Yeah. And so, really, the problem at hand is very specific. It's not complex. You know, people like to draw this whole, you know, the thing that we're going through right now in America as some complex thing. Mm. It's not complex at all. It, it's a bunch of thieving and lying. And if you're not currently thieving, then chances are you're currently lying in order to set up your thieving. Or you're lying to yourself. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot. Of, I mean, essentially, who are we lying to and who are we thieving? We're lying and stealing from ourselves. We're a symbiosis. Yes. Yeah. And so we have uh, large factions of our symbiosis that just will not give up the stealing and the lying culture. In fact, they want to defend their culture, their religion, their nationality, pretty much so they can continue to have carte blanche yes. of stealing and lying. Look at our government. Yeah. So, anyone that's trying to make anything other than uh, out of this than just stealing and lying essentially criminal behavior. Um, is, oh, how can I put it, full of shit. <laughs> Bullshit. You know, it, it's like uh, 
climate change, people that believe in climate change. They, that, that's just the words there. They believe in climate change. Oh, there's no pollution anymore, people. Yeah, pollution is passe. It's now climate change. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. And now that allows for a big lie. We, there is never an argument regarding pollution. I never heard an argument regarding pollution. Mm -hmm. But climate change, oh, now you've just created a huge loophole for all kinds of argument, you know? Right. So, and, and, and it's the words. You, well, you're using words. That's, uh, you're just, you know, uh, what do you call it? Semantic, word semantics. Yes, when we're trying to figure shit out, we use words and try to use them very precisely, not loosely like people do, you know? Climate change is a loose word. That's not a specific. That's loose. <laughs> and when you create, then when you, when you speak this way in a, such a loose manner, it just creates open doors and open uh, loopholes, um, you know? Yeah, it allows yeah. for too much interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I myself am trying not to do that so much and be as specific as I can and not assume that, you know, everyone's... difficult to do, isn't uh, it? Yes, it is difficult to do. And that's what I'm saying. You know, people probably listen to me and think I'm ragging on them or being a hater. I'm talking about the human condition, people. If this applies to you, then so be it. it ain't my fucking fault. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Hi, Rare Todd. This is Z over Integrity Radio, and I just wanted to reply to your meh segment. You know, the powers that be are trying to destabilize. Well, they're not trying. They're actually achieving destabilization, and they're achieving it by way of empowering those that would have our civilization destabilized and there is no shortage of disenfranchised marginalized people I mean look how things have gotten instead of the government paying attention to us we are now paying attention to the government and of course the devil's in the detail but who wants to deal with all those details right Hi, Game Radio. This is Z, trying to talk to you for the third time. Uh, so love trumps hate. Love trumps fear. The problem is, is people say things like this, but then don't offer any proof. We live in a world where people get to say things and then not offer any proof, and then try to get people to rally behind these things that have no proof. Um, so if we stop doing that, Perhaps we can get somewhere. I would assert that when it comes to things of this nature, we leave our emotions out of it. And sort of, you know, use your emotions for per personal purposes. You need to trump hate with being outspoken, not necessarily love. You need to out be outspoken against it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's love, it just needs to be <clears throat> outspoken. Yeah.
tiny lump spot. Pablo, you just happen to be talking about the same subject matter that I've been talking about. Did you? I don't think you've talked about it on your station yet, have you? I haven't, but I have. I have. I have relative flexibility in my schedule, and I'm certainly a night owl. And I'd rather go. I've always gone into work late. Yeah. Always. I if I have to be to work at 8 a.m., it yeah, it kills me. I can't do it. My sleep has been disrupted for so many years. That I don't even know. I mean, I would guess I'm a night owl. Oh, you're a night owl. Yeah. You don't need to guess. I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> that's what that's what having a wife is for, you know. <laughs> I'll just tell you how you feel. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Um. There you go. <laughs> but I am curious. Oops. Why? Why can't We're... you permanently switch? Why don't you permanently switch your schedule? That's a question. That's a question. I'm calling in late on a Wellness Wednesday, and I have a question. I believe the Amagala, is that the way it said? Amagala? Oh, man. Every, I hear it, and then as soon as I try to say it, I can't say it right. Um, I believe that's what's called the reptilian part of the brain, which is the uh, part of the brain that receives experience and um, goes through be emotional so could it be that those that experience things and then do not process them beyond the emotional may be suffering and to answer your question what do I do about stress I try to look at stress crisis or opportunity I try to see the opportunity so let me get this straight if I don't get right with a Middle Easterner from, oh, about 2,000 years ago, an illiterate Middle Easterner from about 2,000 years ago, who didn't actually even exist. There's no proof of it, of course. And uh, so if I don't uh, pray to this fictitious person who uh, is, what, connected to a, a guy, a man up in the sky, who doesn't look like anything, no thing, right? I mean, it's okay that you pray to an invisible person up in the sky, but then to turn around and say that if you don't get right with the Lord, what the hell's wrong with you? What century are you living in? What station are you calling into? Cognitive dissonance. Um, beliefs are the building blocks of perspective. I, I, I think that this is true, uh, but I think it's backwards. Uh, I think that pers your perception is the building blocks of what you believe. Uh, while I, I suppose I agree with the idea, I think it's just backwards. Yeah. Hey, Ben, perspective and um, perception are actually two different terms and uh, would not really be interchangeable. What the gentleman was saying was that belief is the foundation of perspective. Now, that actually isn't true and doesn't make sense. Um, however, if he would have said belief 
is the building block of perception, well, then there wouldn't be an argument. And I, I suppose you get semantical over this. You could say perspective is how you perceive things to be, and perception is how, how you feel them to be. For instance, the perspective of a tree off in the distance makes it appear as if it's smaller. However, your perception of a tree being far away may be that of it being a small tree. So the words are similar, but they do have distinct differences in their meaning and use. I feel like I have to reiterate this. To say that your perspective is the building blocks of your beliefs, it, it's, just, it's, it's, fundamentally, it's fundamentally wrong. That it, it cannot be like that. It just can't be like that. Okay, your perspective, what, what, how you view the world is going to affect what you believe, not, not the other way around. How anybody can, can confuse this is a, a little confusing to me. You, you cannot believe something before you perceive it. It's just not possible. If you want to believe something, you have to perceive it first, not, not the other way around. Oh, you reading the Bible with a Hawaiian accent. My God. That was torturous. <laughs> I, listened, I listened to that while I was at work today. For the full five minutes that you assaulted my, my ears with, with, that, with that biblical rendition. Wow. Wow, I just got to say, wow, it, it was uh, uh, it was quite an effort on your part. I don't know how you were able to maintain maintain that pigeon accent for that long, but my God, yeah, my God. Oh, thanks, brother Boo. Oh, you know what? Can't wait. Get to the kind Leviticus. Oh, you know when they say so thick, so ono. So cause what? Well, you're like one atheist. You know what? God gave you some lickings, bro. Integrity Radio. Music for dogs. Wow. You know, if you'd asked me this question like five years ago, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If you'd asked me this question at any point before now, I would have laughed at you. But you know... <laughs> Having a now having a dog of my own that I take care of like religiously like it's my child You know I got to admit there's certain inputs that you can give your dog that will affect them just the same way you would a child Your dog really is your child and will behave accordingly to how you treat it So uh, yeah music for dogs. Wow, what a cool idea What a cool idea. I, I wish that I could only go into my dog's brain and interpret uh, how they're actually viewing this uh, sound assault. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, music for dogs. I uh, was thinking, like, what would be the most absurdly ridiculous thing I could do with myself? And uh, music for dogs came up. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, you know, our dogs... Um, they all respond differently to different kinds of music. Uh, 
Um, the little dog doesn't like the clarinet at all. Uh, I don't think any of the dogs are really a big fan of drumming. Although, I don't know, Luna, nah, I don't know. It depends on the style of drumming. Um, yeah, there are different sounds that definitely um, appeal to dogs and probably other animals as well. But, you know, I'm a dog lover, so I'm going to specialize. I'm actually going to be getting back to work on that project uh, as soon as we get back from vacation. And um, so, yeah, there will be a real concerted effort to uh, produce. I think we've agreed on three um, music for dogs, albums or CDs. Um, but, you know, one at a time. So I believe we'll I'll get to work earnestly on that very soon so uh i don't know it might even be listenable to humans z it's rich i believe uh a poet once said i'm all about that bass i'm all about that bass i'm all about that bass no treble that was phenomenal calling my man that is definitely going to be heavily, 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 that's three heavilies sampled in the new drop that we're working on. And just when I thought that there was no way there was going to be a repeat Hall of Fame contender, you go ahead and drop a call in just as good, if not better, as the one last time that we sampled the shit out of. Much love, my man. Keep doing the damn thing and keep the integrity. Hi, you know what we do when it's too hot out, especially here in Hawaii? We go shopping. <laughs> it is my duty as a human being that cares about other human beings to advise you. Imagine if you put all of this effort into your relationships. Imagine if you put this effort into understanding science. Imagine if you put this effort towards bettering the world around you. Imagine if you put this sort of effort into actually understanding anything. Now, I know you're not going to post this. I mean, you don't really care about other human beings, so why would you even post something about that another human being would be responding to you with? Of course, you're only going to respond to things that are positive and agreeing with you. But my God, what a waste of time and youth and mostly intelligence. What a waste. I knew I had a kindred spirit within you. Yes, Z should remain Z. There are certain things that are quintessentially American, like uh, afros and uh, spaghetti, baseball, and the letter Z. Now, I'm not questioning your faith, and I would never question your belief. I'm not even saying that God doesn't exist. All I'm saying is that I personally do not believe in her. Yeah, you don't say words like zebra. No, it's zebra. You don't say brazilians. It's Brazilians. 
I'm pretty sure people that use the term Z for Z just haven't evolved.